adjacent. You're listening to the Sports Adjacent. Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent. With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network. We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent. I mean, listen. <laughs> you guys are going extinct, right? Like, you guys are with the... They, they say you guys are the minority now? That's, yeah, that's what I keep canceled. hearing. Yep. That's what I hear in the streets. Ariel is black and the world is ending. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, personally, me and Tom love the whites. Uh, the, the, ones, the ones we have here on our side. Yeah, TM. Oh, I, yeah, right. <laughs> so we have on this podcast. Yeah. We do, we do a good job of getting, oh, yeah. you know, different demos. You guys mm-hmm. just fit our, you know, 35 to 60 white demo. <laughs> that's that's yeah. exactly what, that's what we did. We're somewhere in there, right? We're somewhere in that range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our, uh, our larger demo. Mm. Literally. Yeah, yeah, since, uh, honestly, you know, since you uh, size you... wise or what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> whoa. What are we talking about here? Huh? I was like, tell there's what a lot here. There's a whoa in there. What are we talking Right. Yeah. Well, you know, Jay and I have to, you know, keep up for the community since Russ decided to betray us. No, we're going to get into that because I, (laughs) I feel bad. I feel bad. Like I even have a T-shirt in there that says "X Fat Boy." So we're going to get into what I like to call being a former a former fat. That's right. We're going to. We have thoughts. Yep. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> See, this is great because I didn't know if y'all, if the, if the fat community cares once you become a former fat. But we'll we'll get into it. Yeah, let's uh, save it. Let's save it. I, I'll, I'll we'll we'll start the show. Welcome to Sports Adjacent. Uh, I am Russ Dorsey, along as always with Anthony Gill. Anthony, you are a month away from getting married. Exactly. A month from the day that we're recording this episode, I am 30 days uh, until I uh, say the good old I do's. How do you feel? A little bit of pressure. Do you? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm usually like a play it cool guy, like a, you know, even keel, I would like to say. Um, But and, and I didn't understand when people were like, oh, you're nervous yet? I was like, no. But now with a month left and, you know, getting all your vendors organized and finishing up payments and all that stuff and getting our RSVPs and all the little ancillary stuff that goes around uh, getting married. Now I'm starting to feel those. So, yeah. Mission accomplished, world. You made Tony Gill nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, world. Give yourself a round of applause. <laughs> We've just been waiting all these years. Uh, by the way, Tone, to ease some of that pressure that you're feeling, guess who got his fitted for his tux today? All right. The last one. It was the last one. Yes, the last that was one. Me. That was the last one. Was um, it tough to get a no-sleeve tux? <laughs> so here's the thing. So I go in there, and the guy is like, oh, the Gil, my man Gil. And so I go in there, and he's measuring everything, and he was just like, the sleeves on these the this jacket they're small. I was like, ah, yeah, I kind of hit a curl or two. So we did. I thought about it. I said, hey, just give me the vest and maybe a bow tie, and then I'll just go up there like that. But I couldn't show up tone at his own wedding. Like I'd be an asshole for that. So I, I will squeeze into the tuxedo 
It'll be fine. But yeah, Tone, that's checked off your list. Tell Stephanie Russ got his tux done, so she won't be mad at me. All hey, right. a month out for the last tux isn't bad. We were we were wow. up to like it was probably ten days or something. And we had to literally drag our oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean our our groomsmen were they were busy. Um <laughs> I you know it's crazy because I was I was feeling bad because I've been I'm in a different city each week and I'm like, ah, I gotta remember to tone get the tuxedo yeah. and tone's like, hey man, have you gotten your tux yet? And I'm like, no, but I'm gonna get it done. And they call me like, hey, you're the last one. So I'm but to hear 10 days, like, okay, that's cut. Yeah. You have an actual excuse. You are out of, you're in a different city every day. I mean, it's. Uh, uh, to be fair, I mean, uh, Russ has that money where he can get like a body double to like do that for him. <laughs> you know, just like find someone, you know, TV same money. ish, same ish mm-hmm, measurements mm-hmm. and just be like, hey, you know, do me a solid, head down here, get Send me your fit, and we'll be all good. Yeah. Yeah. These narratives continue to be pushed <laughs> about Russ Dorsey, but we'll get to that later. And those okay, voices, I mean, I mean, hey, let me hold the dollar and uh, I, we'll be set. Can't be, I was, I'll, I'll Venmo you a dollar. Okay. That's all. Just a single dollar on Venmo. Um, those voices that you hear, uh, the wonderful Rick Camp and Jay Zawoski yeah. on the I'm Fat podcast. You also heard them on Everything from radio to podcast, and this is a collab that's been long overdue. Gentlemen, welcome to Sports Jason. We're we're so happy to have you. It's an honor to be here. I was very excited to be asked. Honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a regular listener. You yeah. guys know because I'll text Russ during the week, and then I'll just <laughs> and then I'll text Tony in a group chat that we have with Herb and with Lawrence, and I'll just be like. Uh, uh, okay, Tony, what is this? It's I get the text from Campy. We're talking about Tone not feeling like he can get canceled. And then I just respond like, he thinks he's Dave Chappelle until they fire his ass. Like, he's, he's, right. One of these days, he's going to figure out, huh, yeah. don't have enough as much pull as I thought I did. Yeah, Tony, I said, you're like, you called yourself a volume shooter. So I'm mm-hmm. like, he is Monte Ellis thinking he cannot be traded from the Warriors. And then they're going to send him to Milwaukee and bring Andrew Bogut right over there. And you're going to be stuck in basketball Siberia. Right, Jay? Yes. <laughs> I agree. Oh, Jay's favorite basketball player play, was on Milwaukee, right? Yes. I think he was for a little bit. Yeah. Jared Jack, my guy. <laughs> how could how could we put this in J terms? Hmm. Yo, who is the dude that used to play for the Hawks that only scored against Columbus? Oh God, who was, was that? Was that Sod? No, it no. was uh, no. the Sol- dude. Literally- was that Stahlberg? Who was it? It was Victor Stahlberg. Was it? Let's see. I think it was Victor Stahlberg. Google. Oh, Jared Jack never played for the Bucks. Wow. He just played for damn near everybody else. Everybody else, right. <laughs> Who only shoots the puck, Jay, and never eh, rarely scores, but they think they get out there, fourth liner, and thinks, I will shoot every yeah, time I, I get it. I feel that's awful. Tony Gill. Literally is my career now to talk about the Blackhawks, and I have completely <laughs> erased that. Whichever obscure hawk that was has been erased from my memory. I actually do think it's Victor Stahlberg. Mm-hmm. It might be. That sounds right. That, would, that's where my, that was my first thought. He'd go like 20 games without a goal and then score like six against Columbus and then never score again. <laughs> that sounds right. That's that's Tony Gill. That's Tony. He'll, he'll come in there. He'll shoot the puck. He won't win any face-offs. 
he won't back check. He's just going to keep shooting that bitch. <laughs> and then, and then, he's gonna then we got to shorten the bench up and Tone won't get in the game. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I understand the reference now. Thank you. There, you, there we go. See, <laughs> I'm here with you, Jay. I'm I here with you. It. No, we, we, we're very excited to have you guys on. I'm also a fan of you guys your as people, but also your podcast, because you guys found a demo where – I don't even think you have to be fat to love your podcast. No, I think people no. hear the name oh. the, the <laughs> Fat Podcast <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, there's a BMI to listen to this." But it's everybody has a fat in them, the fat yes. within. Mm-hmm. Well, we always say uh, fatness is a mindset, not a body size, because mm-hmm. there are people that eat incredibly healthy that can't lose weight. There are people that eat like shit that are super skinny. Like it's just, it's all, it's the mindset of I love food. And like, you know, uh, not that we want to talk about the score, but Dan Bernstein is a good example of a guy who eats like, you know, three Big Macs a night and just doesn't gain weight. So it's, it's an appreciation of the things that would typically cause fatness to be. And it's also, you know, Russ as a former fat guy, and um, we'll talk about that. I'm sure as we go on Uh, (laughs) some of the stuff that fat people go through that normies, as we call them, Mm -hmm. don't know about Rick. We just did one the other day where we had to like explain to people. This is something that happened. Was it the belt? Was it the belt rash? Was that what it was? Uh, oh, so I don't know if this was recently, but we've done the uh, either like when your skin gets pinched in the belt. Yeah. Or oh. or the one recently uh, is is just and it shows up in March fatness every year that clearly normies don't value gold bond enough. Gold bond. Yep. Mm. Gold bond is a necessity. Got me through Disney. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like the podcast is food, but the podcast is also like what we term fat culture. Like it's mm. not just getting the right food, but knowing scouting the area that you live in and knowing where the dumpsters are so you can get rid of the evidence before yes. you get home. <laughs> So that, you know, you're not getting judged as much or so that the evidence is out of your car because you don't know when someone else is going to be in your car with you. And also the mental fatigue of doing that and realizing that no one actually cares. But it's just it's just all about you. It's all about your insecurity and your uh, your fat insecurities of, oh, God, I got to go dump this McDonald's bag in the uh, park in the park trash can before I get home. because I don't want my wife to be mad at me. She doesn't care. She knows I'm fat. She married me. I was fatter when we got married. <laughs> oh, Tony, this is my wedding advice I give everybody. Go. Uh, gain 20 pounds mm-hmm. for your wedding and then get back to normal size. And people will be like, wow, wow. you've lost a lot of weight since your wedding. <laughs> the pictures though jay no you don't want the pictures to you don't want that to be the best picture you've ever taken because it's going to be something that's in your house forever mm. so you want people to look at that and be like wow you look better now like yeah thanks i've been working on it hmm. not the holy shit <laughs> let yourself go. that's why i said 20 <laughs> not like 75 yeah yeah but oh, dude, man. we're looking for Rick and I were talking uh, off the air before the show. We are really looking forward to your wedding. Uh, yes. It's going to be super fun. Mm-hmm. We were speculating on the menu. Don't spoil it. We want to be surprised. Okay. Uh, okay. It's going to be a great. I, I'm really looking forward to it. I know we had like I know I haven't sent my response yet, um, but we're okay. coming. We are absolutely coming. <laughs> my mother-in-law's birthday is that weekend. So we mm-hmm. are maybe yep. going to go out of town for a while, but we're good to go. And I'm very happy we are. 
I am so glad that everybody in uh, this stream yard is, is invited and uh, going to the wedding. I mean, you guys are like, for people that don't know, Jay and Rick essentially raised me or helped raise me in this business. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's true. Jay and, and, and Rick helped guide me to where I am today. Um, they are essential parts of what Tony Gill became to be in this, in this aspect because of their third person and, drink <laughs> <laughs> because of how, you know, great they are at, at their jobs and what they do in terms of content creation. Um, so I am, you know, how, you know, rappers, they say, you know, oh, all you guys are my sons trying to serve disrespect. I'm going to accept that disrespect and say, Jay and Rick, I, I am their sons in, in this aspect. They raised me in this business. So hey, thank you, you, know to what? you guys. And I'm I, glad that, you guys are coming to my that is a That's a, I, I think Rick would agree. That's a high compliment. And uh, we also often talk about like our, our trees, mm -hmm. right? Like who, like Jason Goff would be like the top of my tree. Mm -hmm. And then Lawrence and like those would be all like my mentors and who I, I learned from. And then, you know, guys like Tony and, and to a lesser extent, like Rick and I work side by side together. But he watched me EP. Then he got my he literally got my job. Um, How'd that go for me? I'm still I think I am madder about that than Rick is. Honestly, I yeah. think I am madder about the way we got treated than, than anybody uh but that's that's a different story for yeah, different day. but story. but like shep and and tony and and eh, not so much shep but uh like like <laughs> tim bach and a bunch of other guys that have mm -hmm. gone on to other broadcast careers or elsewhere uh and other uh, lines of work it's cool it's it's cool to have that connection and like i feel like everybody who is at the score for a certain amount of time it's almost like a fraternity right like there's that yeah. connection between everybody from like day one to now, it's kind of like it is a very exclusive club. Um, and it's cool to be part of, as annoyed as I have been recently with <laughs> after Rick got let go. Um, and the way things went down a little bit when I left WBBM, um, which worked out beautifully. Thank you. Um, you know, it still is something I'm proud of. And I know Rick's Rick, Rick is probably proud of too. And Tony is too. I mean, it's a great place to get your start. I just. <laughs> Took me. My start was twenty years. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I had written down. It was literally the first thing I wrote down. Mm -hmm. The unfinished Tony Gill, because you guys <laughs> saw Tony. Everybody thinks Tony this is this refined finished product. Now it is. You guys saw that unedited, unfiltered. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I, so when Lawrence's show initially moved from nights to middays, mm -hmm. noon to two. I was asked, mind you, I wanted to do it anyway, because Lawrence and Tony are people I like working with, right? to basically just ride sidecar, where Lawrence and Tony are the ones basically planning a vast majority of the show. I'm essentially there to, to be the training wheels for Tony, or if you want to <laughs> call it the bumpers down the lane of this show, and when his first chance to really get to own something, and basically just be like, Mitch was like, 
yeah, you know, just kind of show them the ropes, you know, make sure we don't go too far. And like, you know, <laughs> like that type of thing. That was essentially my role. And I think I think on the show I ended up I ended up playing the straight man in a lot of the stuff too, because you and Lawrence had had your stuff going that you had talked about before the show. And honestly, I think some of the times I was kept in the dark on purpose just mm-hmm. to get my organic reaction on it. And then there were some times where you'd be like, Hey, how about this? And I'd be like, No. <laughs> do you have an example of that rick not that i can remember oh, offhand man. i think it was or it was like sometimes hey should i play this drop or or it'd be it'd be basically like the yo of no no which not. by the way tony you missed one when russ said we all have a fat a fat person in all of us yes added in tone and post <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but I, I'm glad that you guys, because sometimes I just feel like Tony gets far too much credit in the city, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I mean that with all disrespect. Because yes. people are like, oh my God, Tony is so unique and different. And you know how we in society call the weird people eccentric. That's how I feel the city feels about Tony. And it's like, no, yeah. Tony, weird man. Yeah, call it out. I have said this about Tony for a long time. I've said it to Rick in private. Tony, I think I've said it to you before. What I love about Tony is his mindset is, why not me? Why shouldn't Mm -hmm. I try to do this? Why shouldn't I apply for this job? Why shouldn't I try this thing on radio that hasn't been tried before? Whereas I'll speak for myself. (laughs) And me. Rick's raising his hand. It's like, well, that's not... I was always kind of like, well, that's not how it's been done, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change how it's been done. Like early on, it's hard to like find your own voice. Tony came in to the score right away and established his voice, which is, and when I say voice, I don't just mean like on the air. I just mean his production style, uh, being you know candid with his hot takes, like not not being afraid to get beaten down for those hot takes, right? Like Tony was just mm-hmm. from day one was Tony. And that's why Tony is where he is now, where it takes other people in the industry. You got to pay your dues and work your way and pay your respects and all that crap that everybody's told. Tony's like, F that. I'm going to, I know I'm good at what I do. I'm going to be myself and I'm going to do it. And I believe in myself enough to, to know that if I, that I'm going to achieve what I want to. And that's Tony. That's like, honestly, how old are you, Tony? 29. Okay, you're 29. I'm 44. Like seeing you in your early days at the score, like kind of inspired me. Like, dude, look at this this kid. Like, literally, this kid is coming in here and doing his thing from day one. I've seen so many producers over the years come in and just be scared and play the same old drops and the same old music and do the same old things. You never did that. You came in and did your thing, and there's a reason. As much as people like to to joke with you, it's because you can take it and you can dish it out. Um, you did your thing, and that's why you are where you are, and, and you, you've earned it. That's for damn sure. Okay, I have one last question before we move on. When Tony gets back after his wedding, is this love fest finally going to stop or what? I, I just don't know. I, I honestly don't know if I've – I don't know if I've ever said that to Tony. I know. I know I've said it to you, um, yeah. but I wanted to make sure that I said it to Tony too. Yeah. Because oh thanks yeah man thanks. I I've I've always uh, I've always admired that about you and I honestly kind of envied it. Because I've always been like, not, I'm just not a boat rocker. Yeah, you know? I mean, so. like, 
I think I, in that vein, I pale in comparison to Russ because Russ is doing that younger than like mm-hmm. I than I did, right? Like people get confused. Like, man, Russ has got to be older than Tony when that's you know not the case. He's just more mature than me. I'll admit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, shout out to him for a minute. It's taking a while, but right. But but like when I saw Russ in the beginning. Um, I saw him at games. He was doing stuff that I was definitely too afraid to do, right? Like going on a beat, covering a team, writing out your what your thoughts are. That was a huge fear of mine. And I dabbled, you know, in that. But, man, like all of this production, all of this content creation, it's a very vulnerable space. And you guys can speak to that as well to be in. Um, but – I always thought Russ was that guy um, for younger people. And I always admire him. But for anybody to enter this business and podcast, radio, content creation, whatever, like you really open up yourself for public criticism. Yeah. And, 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 opinions. And they do as, as much as we pursue and keep going, like, it does impact you and you have to find ways, talk to the therapist or whatever to get through those spaces. Yeah. Uh, that was always tough for me too, was um, the criticism that would come with being on social media, being on the air, whatever, um, you know, being on the air uh, now at CHGO and at the score back in the day, you have an like instant reaction to what you're saying. And it's hard to not like take that personal um, but it, I've also sort of learned to, first of all, if you, I was listening to Leslie Jones today, she was on Conan O'Brien's podcast and she was like, no one says I was wrong anymore. Right? Like if you're wrong and you, you get something wrong or you say something wrong or you make a mistake or you make a joke that falls flat, just say, you know what? I botched it. I made a mistake. I was wrong. My, my analysis on this player was wrong. This joke I made came out wrong and I'm sorry, like just being able to admit when you're wrong makes you feel more emboldened when you know you're right, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're not, I stopped fighting with everybody who disagreed with me on Twitter. And that was a really smart thing to do because you're never going to change a mind on social media ever. Mm-hmm. That'll never happen. And why do it to yourself? Right. And I think being able to admit when you make a mistake, like I said, when you know you're correct, it gives you a little more faith in that feeling, if that makes sense. And I I think honestly, think it's it's been the hardest thing for me to do in my career is like to not have to argue with people because I I know how I am off of my phone. So if you I'm gonna look at egg avatar dude on twitter who has one follower and just created their account so they could tell me i was an idiot like you're not gonna tell me and it's like he just created his account (laughs) two minutes ago to argue with you it is not worth your time and you you've already won russ yeah you know like you're that's like jason was really good with that too like jason goff like i am i'm here and you're not 
You know, I think, I think like, like Russ, you can like, like someone one one day was like, what makes you the, the Blackhawks expert? And I'm not, but I'm like, well, here's a link to the book I wrote. Here's a link to my daily podcast. Here's a link mm-hmm. to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have a little bit, I have earned that a little bit. Right. Yeah. So I, 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 it's hard to, it's hard to, uh, sometimes put that out publicly because you don't want to come off as a dick but when someone's mm-hmm. just coming after you constantly like you're an idiot like well i've got a little bit more insight on this than you might yeah these companies that have hired me don't think so so right. you know thank you yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I also think like for for tone you too like we for the kids that come behind us that have just grown up in this it's going to be harder for them than it even was for us oh, yeah. to not respond yeah. to that because they've grown up in having to respond quickly and like you, you want your voice to be out. You want to be the last person heard and not the person that's getting shit on. So it's interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see kids five and 10 years down the line and how they respond to criticism even more so than us who are currently in it, because it's just like, that's, it's different than me and tone. Like 27 might seem young now, but there's a kid 21 that's about to graduate from Syracuse or Medill at Northwestern who views social a whole different way than any of us did Mm -hmm. yeah i mean you guys and you guys for the most part have had that as part of your career all along you know i that would that twitter and all that was something that came out as i was still working at the station like Mm -hmm. so that was an adjustment for everybody at the time was how do we handle this how do we interact how do we what are we allowed to say but you know, we're we're getting kind of serious here. Why? What, what, right. What started, started as a shit on Tony segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Compliments thrown in there. And the pivot in the middle of this. It's warm in this room, so I took a napkin left over from dinner to wipe my head off because I'm starting to bead because I'm fat. <laughs> nice. What was dinner? Uh, Centro. So Centro Burger uh, in Lombard. Mm. It's a halal burger and dog place. Mm. They have the best fries i have ever had mm. like double fried like it's there's like a little like garlic onion powder i think and maybe something else on there it is man the best fries i've had and their portion is huge so it's like it's one of those where i get the burger mm-hmm. so I get the fries that's mm. how good the fries are there. See, yeah. I love the I love the fat philosophy, and I'm the same way. Well, I want to. I have a taste for this place's fries, so I'm gonna go get a seven inch beef sandwich so I can get the yeah. fries. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just order the fries. Although, I'll be hungry later. That would be right. gluttonous to order oh just the fries. <laughs> That's how the fat brain works. That's what we're talking about. And nope. on the I'm Fat podcast, we would say that. And you just see people in their car nodding along. Yep, that's true. Like, I got a taste for this place's fries. So let me go get a 20-piece nugget to go with the fries. Because <laughs> getting just the fries would be weird. I mean, that's oh, pretty man, much McDonald's' whole business model. That's true. Yeah. And, and Pops. I think Pops has great yes. fries. Ugh, LaCroix is gross. Hey, man. I got a bad experience with LaCroix. What'd you mix it's, it with? Nah, it's just oh, okay. <laughs> it's just I I used to have to I, I used to work at a law firm part time when I was at the score, uh, and lawyers for some reason love Lacroix, and they would get very very angry if their specific flavor of Lacroix was not refrigerated, 
was not cold, was not present. Um, there was no other option that they wanted. They wanted that LaCroix. And from thence on, I just said, screw LaCroix. I don't know what it's doing to the affluent white male, but it's... <laughs> was this before or after radio? This was during radio. Oh, so, well, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, certain hosts need certain things at a certain time and certain temperature and certain whatever. Um, so you, you, you were well ingrained. <laughs> now this is this is at the law firm that i used to work yeah at, no where, i know yeah. I, it's it's just it's funny how uh <laughs> how rich dudes think they can just how about get your own damn Lacroix? yeah yeah like you can you can buy you can buy it I, I, you have a nice salary no tom they hired you to do that <laughs> <laughs> and that was the thinking and that's why i hated that job <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't nobody tell you to go work there. Um, but here's my thing: it's really good. It's it's refreshing. My, the, you talk about the flavors, limoncello. It's my personal favorite of the Lacroix. They taste like fart. So how do you, how do you know? I, That's what I'm saying. I, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> you never you never just let one go, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Wow, I can taste that one." That is no, awful. Onion, is that onion and ketchup? No. No. Um, so uh, someone described LaCroix as you take a sip of uh, seltzer water and someone in the other room goes strawberry and like your brain just tells you like oh yeah, yeah there yeah. is a hint of strawberry in that sip I wouldn't I don't deny that at all no I don't yeah, I don't or or someone uh, someone drank uh, like kiwi strawberry juice and then burped into mm-hmm. seltzer water and that's LaCroix I, I actually yeah. I like I like that stuff, but I understand what people are saying too. It is a very faint flavor. Yeah, it's just, it just feels like somebody coughed in my mouth, and I was like, "What is?" And and, and it's weird because it's like, is that a cough? These analogies tone are terrible. I mean, you keep drinking, way. right? You keep drinking. Like, what is that? Like, why does it do that? And then by the time like you're done with it, look, it's done. But you're yeah. still like, I really felt like somebody may have burped and or farted <laughs> in my mouth. Yeah, I don't need a flavor whispered to me. I don't need it shouted at me. I just need it said to me. Mm. Like like cherry limeade. I don't I don't wanna have I don't wanna have cherry limeade. And I don't wanna have cherry limeade. I just cherry want limeade. cherry limeade. Everybody in the world understood that. Yes. <laughs> that was See, excellent. This is the insight you get from Rick so on the a, FF podcast. I'm telling you. Here's my thing, Tone. What Rick just did, that's like you could tell he 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 understands analogies. You said it tasted like somebody <laughs> farting in your mouth or coughing in your mouth. And after the last three years, Tone, ain't right. no, should nobody be coughing in no. nobody's mouth. No, right. no. Tony's got pink eye with COVID. And he doesn't know why. <laughs> what, are we, what happened? I had a LaCroix. <laughs> no, you, you had something else, brother. Right. <laughs> That's what happened to you. Oh, my gosh. All right. So That's a fun game to play, honestly. Sorry, sorry, Russ. What? Uh, Tony analogies? No, no, no. That's a fun game to play. It's like when you see somebody with pink eye, and you just try to guess how they got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just see him walking down the street. You're like, ooh, ooh. Mm. man. You just try and guess by the outfit. Like, all right, was that foreplay or? There's other ways to get it. <laughs> really? Yes. Pink eye? Or yes. You don't okay. just get it from. Dookie in your face. <laughs> oh my God. That, that was, was Jay's second album. <laughs> I thought that was a mutually oh exclusive domain of, of, of that. Hey, 
this week let's go ways to get pink eye oh boy is that Nick at least close contact with another person touching contaminated services uh using old or eye purposes. makeup and sharing makeup that's contaminated number four is through sexual contact so there you go hmm. sounds I... like somebody's makeup in other places <laughs> someone farted on your pillow was that uh <laughs> that was uh knocked up right Yes. Or they all have pink eye. Yeah. (laughs) If I had to guess the person who would say dookie on your face, I I would a hundred bucks put it on tone, but it wasn't. It was Jay. He was getting us there. He's already already, (laughs) uh, into it. Yeah. He's already eating farts and had people cough in his mouth. (laughs) It was only one. We give him another five minutes. He would have said it first. Which is one of the least popular categories on Pornhub. (laughs) 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 Cough in my mouth and fart in my face. (laughs) But it's there. (laughs) So I'm told. Oh, uh, I got a cramp. Shit. Uh, oh. At least I know it's not featured on TikTok as of yet. So, oh, boy, TikTok yes. is it's been dropping off a little bit. It has too many politics are invading my. Th- I gotta is go find some is? thickness and just keep. Yeah, scrolling. We've, we've got our one reliable that we can go to, and like that's about it. Yeah, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. Oh, <laughs> 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 Way to keep Tony on task. Uh, you know, I, I something about was, caressing Tony's ass. I was just like, like, there's something, there's something I'm forgetting. <laughs> like cupping him somewhere. Yeah. Um, this this uh, wonderful off the rails edition of Sports Jason <laughs> brought to you by our good friends Sheets and Giggles for the softest sheets you can find on the market. Go to sheetsgiggles.com forward slash essay to get twenty three dollars off your next purchase. Uh, gentlemen, you do the wonderful I'm Fat podcast, mm-hmm. and. Apparently, y'all, y'all got the smoke from me as a, for, a former fat. So uh, it's an open floor. We're, we're all family here. What What is on your mind for a, a former fat? I just feel bad for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, my, body, you, my body says you, different, but. <laughs> what did you eat today? Uh, I had a salad for lunch with Elf. goat cheese. Uh, I also had mac and cheese. Okay. All right. It's like you're talking, you're saying a foreign language. Right. <laughs> now we've seen these salads on menus, but I don't quite get the concept. Yes. Uh, I had a salad with balsamic vinaigrette and uh, goat cheese alongside of a nice sliced portion of mac and cheese. All right. Okay. Then for dinner, I had a uh, Nando's. All right. Perry, Perry. It is grilled, Nando's. but it is damn good. It is. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's my daughter's so, favorite place on earth. It's fantastic. She so I had it. the half chicken. Okay. Whole chicken was available, but okay. <laughs> That's my thing. Do I need to eat a whole chicken? Yes. I mean, the head's not there. I mean, <laughs> is this really just to go to the, wait, the waiter? Is this really a whole chicken? Right. <laughs> does it sound like someone who had all could eat? <laughs> so, yeah, half chicken, um, sweet potatoes on the side, sliced sweet potatoes. Uh, and I had more salad here at the house. Did you yes. like work out or something today too? Because that's the that's plan is after I record the pod, I'm gonna go okay. do an hour in the gym. Hour, mm. it's like a lifetime. On, well, yeah, that's, right? that's 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 actually the short one. Right. Well, dude, this Sunday, like this past Sunday, was the most I've 
most steps I've had in like it was probably multiple days added together because that whole Bears 49ers thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was working for Fox on the sideline all game. What? I was one of the like utility people. So you know how there's the camera that's always on the first down marker, right? It's the guy that's on the, the cart. So the guy that was on the cart needs someone to hold the wire that comes from his uh, from his camera. So I was there behind the 49ers bench all game. Nin- was it 19,000 steps? I think yeah, is what the person I was working 000. with said. Yep. Good for that's you, Campy. That's great. I mean, I was so drenched by the end of that game. Like yeah. my my uh, my rain jacket dried last night. And it's wow. been like sitting over a chair <laughs> this entire time since I got home. It did, dried did pack, last did you, night. Did you, knowing what the weather would kind of be, did you pack a yeah. secondary change yep. of clothes? Oh, I did. And it stayed. And then I just changed in the parking garage afterwards. Cause, yeah, hey, but what did you forget? Oh, another pair of underwear. That was kind of defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, because believe me, the underwear was, was just. Did, no, did you, 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 you free ball it on the way home? No, because I knew I was, I mean, I knew I was on the verge of chafage anyway. Yeah. Hence the gold bond. So, I mean, I knew it was going to be bad and I knew doing that was only going to expedite the process. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to deal. You know what? Um, Trenton Gill should have just sprinkled gold bond on Soldier Field instead of trying to towel it off. Yeah. <laughs> that would have worked perfect. Probably would have got a penalty for that one either. <laughs> right. <laughs> just take it a little bit out, throw it around. Yeah. See? They should do that in the whole field. Right. And That's hey, that was that was one of the opportunities where being a fat, having that extra layer of insulation or two, maybe three, uh, definitely paid off. Because by the end of the game, like in the first half, it was still warm when it was raining, so it wasn't quite as bad. But then when it started picking up, like it was at like mid third or something like that. Yeah, it started to get a little chilly. Those were like bigger drops. And the poor uh, girl, Kate, that I was working with, she was like, like curled up, like forget all of this. And I was like. I just kind of leaned into it at that point. I'm like, there's no way I can be any wetter than this. So screw yeah. it. And I just had, I just had fun with it. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, there you, go, you said that or she said that? <laughs> Me. Oh, I said that. Yes. I'm not going to, I'm not, I won't be that guy. At least today. <laughs> so I'm, yeah. Rick's above that. No, as, as you guys should. <laughs> yeah, protect, sure. protect yourself, Rick. Right. Um, so I, at my fattiest of fats, Mm-hmm. Was three fifteen, right? Adorable. So I was a fat. I'd like to think so. I remember when I was three fifteen. I'd like to think so. And then uh, by the time I graduated from school, I was mm-hmm. one eighty five. Damn! I would, in all seriousness, I have no idea the last time I was one eighty five. <laughs> Like oh, what, so, I mean, so when I was in, so when I was in, me. oh yeah, it might be middle school for me because like, so if anybody like, even if you go back and look at like pictures of me from like when I was in my best shape in college, I in the fall like during peak marching band season where it's, you know which sounds lame but like I was playing basketball a couple times a week and I was you know doing all the marching stuff which was multiple days a week and I've got this fifty five pound instrument that I'm wearing. I was like 245 to 250 in the fall and then like 270 in the spring. 
give or take. What are you, 6'3", 6'2"? Like, yeah, we're tall. I think I'm, no, I think I'm like 6'6", six 6'1". Six I, I also have I also haven't been to a doctor in a minute, so I don't have like official measurements or anything like that. So, (laughs) because hey, why do I need to? Why do I need to go to a doctor? Be like, you know what? You're fat. No, thank you. Get out of here. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate. Right out of town. (laughs) Right. Yeah. See, that's the thing for me, Russ. Is like, I'm, 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 I am like by definition middle aged. So at some point something has to give here, and I don't, you know, I'm like two, I'm like two forty four right now, but I've got like I'm diabetic, I, I'm medicated for high blood pressure, so I got to figure something out. But here's the thing, I cannot do the gym. I need to find something competitive, mm-hmm. like exactly. I gotta play fantasy football. <laughs> Madden. Madden. The problem is it's been Call of Duty and Madden. Uh, it hasn't been anything that makes me move. But like pick up hoops or whatever, and then everything with like you know COVID then shut down all that stuff. And there's a lot of people that don't want to get back to it. And it's just hard for me to find like this always happens to me. I have the best day I've ever had at the gym, and I don't go again. Like. I, I quit football. Uh, I knew I was going to quit football in high school, but it was like the day I, I benched like 350. I'm like, benched it, left. I'm like, I quit. <laughs> and then, what? yeah, yeah, I was just done. I'm like, this is stupid. I hate it. I'm so tired of football. It's been every day of my life for the last seven and a half years. I'm just done. And then, like, six months ago, I was going to the gym pretty regularly, not that long ago, maybe three months ago with my wife and I had a day where I was like hitting the machines. I ran a couple laps. I'm like, that felt good. I could do that every day. Never went back. <laughs> I would like I, to point out. I'm pretty sure Jay never mentioned this to me. You've been I going, I was going to the gym. The, like he's gotten uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told you this. Yeah. Right, I like, I, that, like I understand I'm back in these streets now and everything, but still <laughs> like, no, I, like dude, it is seriously like, if I want to keep eating the way I eat, I've got, something has to give. Like, you know what I mean? Aside from my heart exploding, like it's age 53, which I'm really not looking. I would like to see my daughter get married, potentially meet my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. So at some point, I've got to like. She can hurry up. She's 12. <laughs> she's yeah. Yeah. Seen Game of Thrones? What? <laughs> she's seen Game of Thrones? Do I, I mean, no, I'm I not don't. going there. So, but, you know. so. I know you're not, but I, yeah, I just, I just need to have, I need to like at least break even, you know, I'm not looking to be like Russ by any means. I mean, <laughs> career wise, that'd be great. But, uh, you know, I, salad, nah. I just need to, you know, I can't do, I can't not work out and eat junk food three meals a day, uh, plus snacks in between. Like, it's just not a recipe for life. So, so you're saying I got to change some things. You're, you're, you're have, you have some time. <laughs> I'm uh I, I gotta I gotta do it soon. I'm older than these two jerks though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> about about no, Tom about to be thirty. That's when yeah. it slows down. Yeah. I know. I'm thirty six, so yeah. Believe me. My, so you know. uh, yeah. Oh, dude, after Sunday, my feet did not my feet finally got not sore this morning. Like it was now, mind you, I was also not smart and I wore brand now. Okay. So I, I didn't have any like garbage shoes. I have a pair of tennis shoes, boots and dress shoes. That's all I had. So I was like, let me run to Kohl's because they're the only ones that have super wide shoes for cheap. 
let me get the cheapest pair I can get and just basically be like, these are going to be my shoes for utility stuff. I'm going to beat them to hell and I don't care if they get gross. But I, I did that the day before I needed them. So that first day, the 19,000 steps was breaking in those shoes. Oof. Not the smartest move. That's rough. <sighs> By the way, uh, fat people, shoe carnival. Yes. I went there for the first time in years. They have a wide selection of fat feet shoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go to shoe carnival. Uh, 12 W's. Yeah, I'm uh, a 10 and a half uh, triple E. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a 12 4 E. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's a, the uh my mom's side it's always they call it the mikhail duck feet and uh because i literally have like naturally my toes don't touch that's how wide my feet are damn wow. yeah oh it's messed up it's like normal people's feet will like heal then you know bulge out a little bit and then come in right before you get to the toes yeah mine just kind of it's like heel and then just keeps getting wider Rick, show feet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I got to At least not for free. It's right. Right. Yeah, you got to start your OnlyFans, only right? Yeah, yeah. We got to no add that to our feet. Patreon, Rick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to see Rick's feet, go to this level of our Patreon. Right. I'm yep. also selling advertising on each toe. On each toe. As well as, the, as, well as on the you bottom got, of my foot. Your ad here. Right. If, if that was a venture that men could compete in what more like the only fan side sure of they it. can and i'm not gonna lie to you doug like if it was more if people were more able oh. or more adjusted oh. to oh. a taste what? for men feet and men body parts oh. like would more men be adept to go into only fans i think career it, if my career wasn't going well <laughs> hey man why not i mean I look there, there is, there is, so you're there saying is I should a, consider it. There is a, there is, <laughs> there is a market for every kind of body size, for every kind of feature. Like, I think for dudes, a lot of them are like, I could do that. That's gay. Mm. Like, you know what's not gay? Money. Money. <laughs> like, whatever, like, whatever you want. Like, I don't care. Whatever, you know. If, oh. if, time, if times were tough, if times were tough, I would have a discussion with my wife and be like, I won't show my face. Yo, cool. man, we just do this in the world because Jay's exactly right. Like, every, bro, right. I don't give a fuck. You call me gay. I'm a millionaire. Shut up. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I don't care now. First of all, uh, yesterday I wore a purple shirt and somebody gave me shit for it. I'm like, purple's my favorite color. It don't is. Color. I'm like, yes. Don't okay. color. I, I'm like, why would it? <laughs> dudes are so weird about that stuff. <laughs> why am I just imagining like Jay's just wearing like the stupid masquerade masks that maybe some people end up wearing so that you totally don't know what their identity is? Oh yeah, like um, what's that movie? Um, Come on, everybody. Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman, Magnolia. Is that the one with the like masquerade ball? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Probably like just home videos. That, of Tom was, that was quite the poll. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it was. Yeah, the funniest yeah. part about that is somebody would see Jay on the OnlyFans with the mask on and say, is that Jay Zalowski in a mask? And it's just like, it would, wouldn't fool anybody. Everyone thinks everyone who's fat with a beard is me anyway, so no one even knows if it was me or not. <laughs> now, that's not fair. They have to have red hair, too. Red, yeah. Reddish hair. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, all right, I'm looking this up. I think it's Magnolia. All right, who cares? No, eyes wide shut. There we go. Eyes oh, okay. Wide shut. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, thank you. Tony, you have no idea what eyes wide shut is. Shut up. I do. I do, actually. I do, actually. It's a it's a conspiracy movie, so I saw. so I watched it. Oh, that's your thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
How's your Migos over the Beatles take going, by the way? <laughs> man, they broke up, man. That's I'm so, so weird. I'm so yeah. upset about that. And they're related. Just before they're about to beat the Beatles out. Oh, in right. influence. Yeah, for Beatles was, that, ever that, getting that, that never had a shot, by the way. Never had a shot. For those that not is, in, in that is know. like the Michael Red take from music, music style. <laughs> yes. For, for those not in the know, I didn't say the Migos yes. were as successful or as oh. great as the Beatles. I said they're the Beatles of this generation. They were not. Also wrong. For, for the culture. <laughs> they're the Beatles. No. Who, no. What else? What what hotter group of the most popular? style of music is out right now bro well, they, bts jay-z that's what i'm saying they weren't even like one direction bro i, I don't know isn't migos like hip-hop yeah yes oh but bts is like isn't that k-pop yeah, yeah and they were way stuff. bigger than migos if oh, you, if yeah, yeah, yeah yeah mm. yeah right were Did Migos Migos have their... Like Tone's talking about the Beatles. Like, no, like, they weren't like, even the most popular group. So who who is the biggest pop artist right now? Is that the question? Yes. No, oh, I don't know. God, I don't even know. And that because that's the thing. Like, musically now, things are so dictated by trends mm-hmm. that there will never be anything like the Beatles again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I was growing up, like Guns N' Roses were huge. Mm-hmm. Like that was a and then it was Nirvana. Like it was huge. I don't think something like that can happen in this day and age. Ooh. I just don't, I don't think anything will have the longevity because things now things get so popular that they become unpopular. Like mm. it's it becomes yeah. popular to think something that's popular sucks. You think access has ruined that type of popularity yeah. and longevity where it's uh, I think I'm kind of done with this versus back in the day where you had the radio, you had to go buy an album where yes. I I pay for this. This is going to be the greatest thing ever because I invested money into this. That's a really good point. And I think just also um, having to physically buy a record, right? Like, or a CD or whatever, like yeah. you would get in your car drive on release day sometimes if it was your favorite band and it was big enough the record store would open at midnight you'd go get it put it in like listen to it by yourself or with friends it was an experience now it's like oh it's on spotify i'll just when i get around to it i'll listen to it the experience of like consuming an entire record is no longer a thing and i like i'm guilty of it too like I, i really am like it's it's very rare now that i will take an album and listen to it i'm i have my favorites playlist on spotify of like 2000 songs and i just get my car and hit shuffle usually yep yeah and it's just like the news cycle the yeah. news cycle's gotten quicker and quicker and quicker so everybody's yeah like you said tony so everything gets shoved in your face to the point where like all right i got you yeah. like that's that's pretty much it and it's like, like it's like they're farting in your mouth with music <laughs> <laughs> I think there's also like there's so much the the market is so saturated with music like there's so yeah. much that music that comes out where my favorite artist could put out an album and I won't know for like three weeks because there's so much music coming mm-hmm. out where if you look back at the Beatles drop you're gonna know Usher drops you're gonna know Michael Jackson's dropping an album you're gonna know about it so unless you're like Beyonce where there's this big to do and there's an announcement and a rollout music's kind of just coming out right now. Yeah. And I, I think because of streaming services like Apple Music and Spotify, artists aren't really worried about a rollout because it's in your phone. 
It's right. So why there. do I need yeah. to promo it? But I remember like, so I know I'm dating myself here, but like when Guns N' Roses put out like Appetite for Destruction with Sweet Child of Mine, Welcome to the Jungle blew up, made them huge. They were the biggest stars in the world for a short time. And then they went away for a while before those Use Your Illusion albums came out. And it was like the only info you would get would be like in Rolling Stone or like Metal Edge magazine. And you like snippets from the studio, like they're working on songs and they sound like this. So there's like this whole years and years and years buildup of here's pictures of them in the studio and here's some like potential song names. So it was like this whole thing. So the album was like this culmination of this waiting period, whereas now it's like, oh, okay. Here it is. Like here, and here's the artist on Twitter, and here we are in the studio. You know, and you get to hear a bit of a song, and it's just different. I don't know if it's better or worse, but I think I don't know. I, I've become less passionate about music in my older mm. age just because I feel like a big part of that was the anticipation, and another part of it is too, like just what I value in life now too. Like I've got a kid, I've got a wife. I like the the, the peripheral stuff isn't as meaningful as it as it was, you know, hmm. um, I think Tony, you're, you, 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 both of you guys, Russ, you're not married. Are you? No. Tell me you didn't tell me you didn't listen to last week's episode. without telling me you didn't to, I was in Florida. I was in Florida. It's trying to put yeah. me on a, a start a Russ, uh, dating show for the long oh, that should be yeah. That sounds so, awesome. Okay. So I, I, and maybe it's cause I'm like the only person left that still watches it. It has nothing to do with dating. But situation, I would love to see how Russ reacts in. Throw him in Big Brother. Mm. And just be like, you are stuck in a confined area with 15 dumb people. Well, not all dumb, but yeah, there, there was <laughs> a guy this season. In, yeah, most. Yeah, there's like a guy this season that was in Mensa. But like outside of that, it's like a bunch of dumb people. Or as has come out for anybody that keeps uncultured people and <laughs> boy, howdy has that changed things. Uh, but yeah, I would love to see how long it would take for Russ to just straight up call somebody stupid. <laughs> I would love a local survivor, big brother, you know, dating show of sports people or locally famous mm -hmm. people like Chicago specific that version of con reality TV content. I think that will play really well in this market. Who that's not who that's not me, Tony, would you put on there? Um Jason would do well. Jason Golf would do well on reality TV. But you you said you wanted like singles. Um, Oh, we're doing single. I thought you meant just talent, just in general. No, I thought mm. you meant like single people. I don't no, know. No, we need we need Russ to we need to bring Next back and have Ooh. Russ be the dude in Next. Mm. Like when you had all those different shows where it's like, hey, I I can just like rifle through a few people like right mm -hmm. quick, like step off the bus, be like, mm, no thanks. Next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think I think a a, a sportscaster dating show. That is about funny. as niche as it gets. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm like, Tony, I don't think anybody green yeah. lights that. Do you know who would watch that? Us. That's it. I don't think we removed the needle enough to it. Yeah. He's going to green light that. But This week, like, Charlie Romeliotis and Russ Dorsey <laughs> fight over. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, okay. So if we did, I could. Yo, I could figure out the dudes that would be on that show. So Charlie Romeliotis. Yep, mm -hmm. he'd win. 
Very handsome. Sorry. He's handsome, dude. Really? Yeah. Uh, hold on now. Uh, You're handsome, Charlie's too. Handsome Greek dude. Get yeah. it. The hair. Mm-hmm. It's just ph- phenomenal. I. You are also very attractive. Thank you, Jay. I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, who on the Bears beat is, is single? They're all like married dudes. Yeah. Tone back in the day. R.I.P. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. we, we got to we gotta come up with a list. We got to come yeah. up with a list and put out. The only no. thing I, I ask is that there. there's. Oh, that's true. Campy. Yeah, Campy. fat yeah. representation. Let's go. I'm I'm all for it. We're we. That's something that we talked about, actually, Russ. Someone's right. got to get out. Someone's got to get knocked out first. Like like on love love is blind, right? Yeah. Like, is love truly blind when everybody is traditionally yeah. s- facially symmetrical? Like no matter who they like this this wasn't really a true experiment on if love is actually yeah, blind. Yeah, you gotta get like oh. one mutant in there. Tony, um, did you see they got divorced? Yeah, uh, I forget their names, but the couple that like everybody loved, they like yeah, they Jared, already got divorced. And, uh, the black Ayana. people, yes, yeah, they no, yep. right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang, I didn't even care about that show, and I was sad. Wow, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that sucks, man. That's unfortunate. What was that? Something I don't know. But it, it worked out. It was good. Yeah. Yo, it was. It started with uh, Jay shaming me for not being fat anymore. I'm not shaming you. I just I'm feel bad for you. you. I feel bad. Yeah, I feel bad. That, but yeah. you had a you had a reasonable food day. You had good food. You had non and mac and cheese. That's solid. Yeah, I got a lot of protein today. Yeah. Yeah, and there was a lot of air in that salad too. I'm sure it was great. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, yesterday I ate a pizza to myself and got a uh because it was the and then see I'm the value person too when I'm mm-hmm. eating. So healthy food is expensive. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it it just and that's not even like trying to be funny. It just straight is. There's no so, way to get like a if I if I'm driving to work and need breakfast, mm-hmm. there's nothing I can get that's healthy. Nope. Yeah, there's exactly. Literally nothing. So, so just give me a donut. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> yesterday I'm like, hey, I'm having pretty much because of my schedule for the day, one big meal. So my favorite pizza place around me, they got a special on their large pizza. Oh, maybe I'll just do that. Oh, there was a value on the six pack uh, cans of pop. Yes. Did I get the RC because it is the best pop to pair with pizza? Absolutely. And it's got great initials, but like, you know, I'm just biased that way. So maybe that was my meal for the day. And then I had some, uh, some high chew later, which by the way, that's high chew are the, are legit. Basically. And actually, salad. And actually yeah, it really is. Blue, blue I mean, raspberry is a fruit. Yes. Hold on. So today it, I, I'm doing a very podcast thing. I'm going in the drawer in the drawer. drawer of snacks. Just the, empty uh, it out. Let's see what you got. High chew berry mix. Yes. Mm. Really good, and actually, as far as candy goes, not as terrible for you. Mm. So there you go. I actually, yeah, I actually don't have actually, a. I think. Yeah, it's like uh, six pieces is one hundred and thirty calories. See, mm. yeah. So can yeah. be you, you yeah. have to bring me to something about. Okay. I like I like miss being a fat. Yeah, more often than not, like I I love being in shape and all that good stuff and all the health benefits and whatever. Sure, but I miss like really being able to say, I don't care. I'm going to eat everything. So Sunday, 
mm-hmm. after the torrential rains. Yes. It's not raining. I live down here in South Loop. Aurelio's is on the corner. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to make food tonight. I'm going to go get some pizza. Go get a medium pizza from Aurelio's. I'm by myself, so that's more than enough. And sure. I, J- Jay, I know you're looking at me. Is I that know. enough? Can you be it sure? Is. I mean, we're grading it, on a curve, so yeah. So <laughs> I eat about, of the squares, six, six, non, six non-corners. So like it's six pieces that aren't the corners that you eat because you don't count those. Right. Corners right? aren't pieces. Corners right. aren't pieces. And then that I have like eight. I had like eight slices left. What, the triangle pieces? They don't count? No, not when no, you're counting how many pieces no. you ate. And see, that's coming from a, fe- a former fe- Cause it's like, yeah. come on, yeah. bro. No, 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 no. 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 It's like the little snack. Like like yeah. that's that's like, no, that's, snack. that's like the period at the end of a plate. <laughs> like you have a couple slices and then you have one of the triangles and that's like the period at the end of the sentence that was that trip. Or it's the the at the beginning of the sentence because you open the box True. and take one right out and you, don't, you can't count that one. That's my first piece because it's usually not the one that's going to burn you. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bingo. Um, so then I put the eight pieces that I had left in the Ziploc in the fridge, right? Back in the day, that pizza's gone next day or yeah. that night. That pizza's still in my refrigerator almost a week later. You big Ooh, you might want to You might want to toss that. <laughs> I mean, I'm judging the fact that you didn't even get to half. Like that's, you didn't even, maybe if you add those corners up, maybe that makes it even at half. But I mean, yeah, like that's, it's a bit of a rough look. And then to waste it. That's why, you know, it's been, uh, the day we're recording this is four days. It's fine. Well, no, it's, you're right on the edge. What was on it? it? What was on it? Put it this way. I would, I would at least. I would at least give it a look before, you know, like make sure there's nothing, make sure there's nothing growing. You're probably fine. Give it the, um, give it a, give it the sniff test. Should I, yeah. c- if I freeze it right now, could I save it? Sure. That'll last forever. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it will do throw it in the freezer. Yeah. Or you just be the efficient person like me because efficiency, especially in, in sports, which we all work in is uh good. Then you just take it all down in a meal and, uh, and you're set. Take all the fridge space. Yo. Save. Uh, <laughs> for your salads <laughs> yeah I'm, yeah you you let this pizza sit for four days i used to get excited putting away the pizza because i know this is going to be breakfast lunch or dinner cold pizza man you so good I, 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 look i'm with i'm with y'all but here's the thing at the habits change where i, I can't even it's like I had pizza. That was my like cheat meal of the week. I can't eat pizza the next four days. Sounds like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question for you guys. Pro or con cold pizza? Because this yes. is I know this is a hotly debated topic. Ooh. Oh, I, I didn't know there was another side to this. Pro. Apparently there is. This is there isn't good people on both sides of this argument either. No. Uh, cold pizza. Yes. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay, see, Tony's no? saying no, so the answer nope. is yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No, put the, but just put it in the microwave. Yeah, no, that's, a terrible, that's a terrible way to cook pizza, Tony. Oh, air fryer. Yeah, and it's a whole different air fryer does make it better. But air fryer makes is a whole everything different experience. Better. It's a whole different food experience when you have it. Right. Cold. Like mm-hmm. beggar, like beggars. Beggars to me is a much better cold pizza than warm pizza. Mm-hmm. And a diarrhea accelerant. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. It's just too much cheese and too many Hey, hey. Hold on, Jay. As a, as a fat, how I know. Do you say it's too much cheese? It's too that, much cheese. That's the one thing I love, and I love beggars because of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll put extra cheese on a beggar's pizza. Oh, I like nice. it. I just know. Or as right. my, my, my mom calls home. it, uh, cheese fudge. Cheese yeah. fudge? Pizza? Because that's what it's like. Like, it's oh, like yeah. a cheese that's brownie. True. It's like a cheese brownie. Oh, Jay, you need to tell the story of uh, of your uh, po' boy uh, and your buddy with the po' boy, because that's like a perfect, perfect for oh, this God. conversation. Uh, so uh, longtime sponsor of the I'm Fat Podcast, Marishka's. They've been in Crest Hill since 1933, Rick? I think that's right. right? Yeah. Just from hearing um, you do the damn read. Yeah, yeah. so uh, <laughs> they're famous for their poor boys, which are, they have like house-made garlic butter that goes on all their sandwiches. It's incredible. If you're ever in Crest Hill, you have to try Marishka's. But you know, and Joe, who owns Marishka's, would tell you the same thing. Like, hey, you got about 25 minutes to get home. Okay? <laughs> so either hang out here, have a cocktail, and wait for things, let nature take its course, or just get home quick so me and my buddy mike were out with this this one we're at lewis so really close to crest hill we go out to dinner with his parents they take us to marishka's they love it great get in the car feeling good start we start heading back to lewis we get stopped by a train and me and mike are just like And we're like, oh, this is real bad. Like, we got to get back to school quick. So anyway, the train goes up and we are clenching just as hard as we can. So at Lewis University, we lived in Founders Hall at the time, which was co-ed. So you go in the front door and it was the girls on the main floor. Then it was boys, girls, boys. So we're to 10 minutes out. We call still my best friend of this day, Jill and her sister, Aaron, were like, you need to clear out the bathroom <laughs> and man the doors because there's no way we're getting upstairs. <laughs> so we get dropped off right at the door. Well, as fast as we can get into the Lewis uh, girls bathroom on the first floor. And it was just we made it. But it was it was tooth and nail, man. Like, had they not answered, and this was pre-cell phones, that's how old I am. This is before everybody had a cell phone. Uh, we just had to hope they were in their dorm rooms. That's how close of friends they are. We called our two female friends and said, you need to <laughs> get everyone out and stand by the door so no one comes in. What was the aftermath? Uh, it was not good. It was not good. But we made it. We made it. So happy ending to the story. But. Man, that was Yo. that was the second closest I've ever been. <laughs> Tony, I'm, I really, I'm just like taking your job today, man. You're <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's funny to be a spectator in that. It's hilarious. Oh, everyone's been there though. Everyone's been there. I'm sure, mm-hmm. Russ, when you were a fat, you had your moments of uh, of panic. Of As a, a fat, a now. Yeah, <laughs> like, still, you still, it still happens, man. Like, yeah, but green you know, things roll through the system too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or so more, I'm told. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. it's probably worse now eating yeah. clean and healthy. And I'm a runner too. So like some days I'm on the run on the lake and I'm like, I need to get back to my apartment. <laughs> but it's like I can't run because that accelerates everything. So it's like I have to <laughs> walk. Mm-hmm. How many <laughs> so, how many calories did burn doing the clench? Uh, yeah, you probably you're probably doing a lot more walk. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's bad. It could be bad. See, this is why I don't run. Yep. (laughs) One of the many reasons.
Tone, let's call bullshit. This is bullshit. Time to call out the world's hypocrisies with bullshit. High quality bullshit. <laughs> World class designer bullshit. To be sure. Bullshit. Presented by Sheets and Giggles. They just say whatever they think will interest the audience or make it appear that they know what they're talking about. And what comes out is bullshit. Ah, yes. Bullshit. Sponsored by our good friends at Sheets and Giggles. If you would like the softest, coolest betting on the market, go to sheetsgiggles.com forward slash SA to get $23 off your first purchase. Getting to the fall, it's getting cooler. You want some nice betting. You and your uh, significant other want to change things up, spice things up, if you will. Uh, Sheets Giggles, they got you covered. Duvets, sheets, comforters, whole shebang a bang. They got it over there. Uh, we have our special guests, Rick Camp and Jay Zawoski, on this week. And they said, well, Campy says, hey, I have something interesting for Bullsheet. So, Campy, the floor is yours. This has been a topic and a company that Jay and I on the I'm Fat podcast have been going at for a while. And I saw news today, or maybe it was yesterday, I don't know. Doesn't matter because this podcast isn't coming out today. So Taco Bell has reinstituted the Mexican pizza as a full-time menu item, and they want to be glorified for this, Hmm. for bringing back something that never should have left in the first place, along with plenty of other menu items. There's like six ingredients at Taco Bell, no matter what you order. Why did you have to limit what your menu has. So now that they're bringing some of it back first as a limited time item, just to see how people like it. And then for the ones that do well, they're bringing it back full time and they want glory for this. Well, you know what? I see what you're doing. I don't appreciate it. And I won't recognize any of it until my goddamn caramel apple empanada is back on the menu. (laughs) (laughs) Rick is so mad about the empanada. I mean, you know, I've, I've heard, I have that. That is the one that people are very upset about, and I, it is, I get it. It's superior to the McDonald's apple pie. Yeah, that's saying something. Ooh, that's I don't know, Campy. I don't know. Mm, yeah, I mean, you got the sugar on the outside, a nice crunch on that outside, much better than the one on the apple pie at McDonald's. I'm telling you. If it ever gets back on the menu, Taco Bell, everyone needs to try it if you haven't before. Well, uh, all right, I'll, I'll just the the one thing first about yes. companies putting out fan favorites and wanting praise for it. Like, no, it shouldn't work that way. Right. The people are calling for this, meaning they will spend money willingly for this item, and you refuse us said item. So what do you, you don't get a hand clap for that? Yeah, and even when they brought the Mexican pizza back, like whatever, when it was on the menu, even if it was limited time, it was like never there. Like, oh, you liked it so much, it's sold out. Bring it in. <laughs> Your Taco Bell, like, this, and my thing at Taco Bell was always the double decker, which is a hard shell taco mm-hmm. with beans holding a soft shell taco on it, and it was just your standard Taco Bell taco. All these things are still at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like, just yeah. why would you take it off the menu? Everything you need to make it is still here. 
the Mexican pizza I get. You need that those tostadas or whatever they're called, like the flat pieces. Mm-hmm. It takes some time to assemble. Fine, I can buy that. And they said it was all about paper waste. Cool, fine. But the double decker should not go away because it's right there. I can. Can I jump over the counter and make it myself? Because I know how. <laughs> it's right there. Everything you need to make it is right there. And the other place is doing this, Rick, mm-hmm. in kind of a different vein. Arby's. Yes. Gets rid of ham to bring in, like, Wagyu steak and boneless wings. No one's going to Arby's for burgers and wings. <laughs> that has been established by and if you are, and McDonald's you gotta, and you Have you see a therapist? Like, right. do the thing you're here to do, Arby's. If I'm mm-hmm. going to Arby's, I'm going for roast beef, ham, whatever. The meat. Not a burger or not wings. I'm going to go to Wingstop or Beat Ups for wings. I'm going to mm-hmm. go to Wendy's or Burger King for a burger or Culver's. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, Arby's? You don't have the meats anymore. You've got a meat and burgers. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. The best thing they had on a menu was that hot ham and cheese. What did, And these companies, and I don't know, like, you guys' prior work experience in terms of the fast food places so like i used to work at white castle um and luckily for white castle they rarely take stuff away from people like i I can't i don't remember or think of an item that gets taken away and then like they don't bring it back either quickly and make it a main item because of popularity like that has never happened before in white Castle. if people like something they will try to supply that thing i don't get why these (laughs) other restaurants are seems, not picking that model. It seems like a solid business plan. Yeah. If people like yeah. it, have it, and don't take it away from. Oh, you really like this, huh? Yoink! I like. Like, I don't think Ray Kroc was like. People really seem to like this Big Mac. Let's take it off the menu and then bring it back in eight months. Right. What? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's the stupidest thing ever. Sidebar: What is yes. the best uh, item at Taco Bell? I mean, here's the thing for Taco Bell. Everything's the same. <laughs> it's a matter of it's, what texture do you want? Yeah. Do you want crunchy? Do you want soft? Do you want crunchy soft? Do you want doughy mm-hmm. crunchy or do you want soft dough? Like, it's just a matter of what texture you want to go with the same Taco Bell taste. At that point in the evening, crunchy soft is probably the way to go. The double decker. Oh, I was going to say cheesy gordita crunch. Yes. Yeah. That's the move. Mm. Well, it's kind of the same thing. So it's a, the yes, it's, it's cheese instead of beans. Yes. Right. As yeah. a connecting tissue. Works for me. The ligament is the cheese. Yes. <laughs> Not the beans. <laughs> uh, yeah. Give me two cheesy gordita crunch with uh, a Baja Blast and we'll, let's call it a day. Yes. Well, I think your best Working. item is the Mexican pizza. Which is why they take it away. Um, but if I'm going in there and it's not there, I'm usually doing the Doritos Locos tacos. Just because they're cheap. I can get like 10 of them for five bucks. I just rock with the quesadilla, steak quesadilla, and call it a day. That's what my wife and daughter get the chicken. I don't quesadilla. hate the quesadilla, but like, yeah, you, fine. it's fine. I it requires that home, the hot sauce, though. You need the hot sauce with the quesadilla. There's also like a weird, um, there's like a weird sauce on those. At least the chicken. I like it. It's like a, it's like a, a chipotle spicy type of uh, creamy mayo. Mayo situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. It's a, it's a little mm-hmm. kick. I'm not the spicy guy guy, um, but it's a little little kick in there. Like, huh? Yeah. I'm here. Keep your I'm mayo. Here. Uh, get your mayo. Oh on, yeah, Rick yeah. Camp is not a mayo guy. Same here. 
Yeah. What? Uh, Give me all the mayo. Dukes. Dukes Boy, this, is a, this, is, this is a stereotypical Hell role wins. reversal. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the mayo. <laughs> Miracle Whip and Give mayo. No, the same, bring Tony. it out here. No, nah, Tony, you're a sandwich. Tony is a sandwich bread guy, too, so I can't. Uh, I, I don't no. want to be. See, like, no, I even think of no. mayo, and I hear the sound effect of the knife going through the mayo in Undercover Brothers. <laughs> yeah, oh, it is just. Oh. Like, okay, maybe if it's Denise Richards giving me a sandwich that has oh, mayo yeah. on it, I would consider taking uh, it. And, and Denise Richards today. Yeah, it's, oh, it, don't it don't even matter who's but back even, right. Even aioli, uh, spicy aioli, garlic, sometimes. garlic, sometimes. garlic sometimes. Aioli. yeah, sometimes. Mm. I love mayo. Like I, instead of barbecue sauce or ketchup, oh, no. I dip my fries in mayo. No, I I've got like barbecue sauce running through my veins. So yeah, Rick is ninety percent barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah, barbecue sauce, hot Sweet sauce. Baby Ray's? Yes, Sweet Baby Ray's is fantastic. It's it's the go to. It's the only one I eat. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm open to plenty of barbecue sauce. So, there was a stretch when I was on the the Who Needs to Tavern tour with uh with Dan and Terry. Like every Friday, we go to a bar, and, and you know, people would ask about Mike North and whatever. And <laughs> there was like a there was like a stretch for like two months where three or four of the weeks, people who make their own barbecue sauce or, or like some form of sauce would bring some into Dan and Terry. They would wait for them to walk away. And then Dan and Terry would give it to like myself and Dave Miska, who was the engineer. Yeah, because they always <laughs> thought they were trying to be murdered. Yeah. You all, well, well, Dan. 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 <laughs> Dan yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like Terry, Terry was just was just like, OK, no. Like that, that was all, it was never that complicated for you. Would Terry. just see people's hearts break. Yep. Hey, remember I brought you barbecue sauce. Yep, I gave it to my producer. Oh. Yep. <laughs> I've been telling all my buddies that I that you love it. No, oh. don't be weird. But yeah, crappy. You're a grown man. Don't bring a gift to another grown man. <laughs> no, no, weirdos. Knock that off. I don't care. Oh man, not interested. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Stop bringing grown men. It's weird. Jay's, Jay's been the nice oh guy God. this entire pod, and then he just went hard left turn. It's just weird to do that. Like, why would you? I don't know. I I don't know. It's like, like Rick, a box gift. Our, our buddy, like, we got a, our sponsor, no. Charlie the Bacon Guy. Like, do you think Charlie the Bacon Guy shows up at broadcast? Like, I'm a guy who got some bacon. No, that's don't. That's weird. I I I hear you. I, look, I'm okay. Let me let me clarify. I'm not saying nope. don't give your buddy. Like, of course, you can give your friend something. I don't think men gifts. I'm saying like don't come to a <laughs> don't come like to a radio broadcast. Yes. Where it's like, hey, I'm at a I'm at a card show. I'm going right. to give Barry Sanders a bottle of my barbecue sauce. You'd be like, no, yeah. I'm, not flying, I'm not flying this home. Right. Don't expect a uh, wedding gift, Tony. Just so you know. <laughs> Rangers. Yeah, there you go, Tom. They'll get Stephanie something, but they won't get you anything. A slightly yeah, used exactly. Visa gift card. <laughs> Yo, this is going to expire in like two weeks. You should, right. you yeah. probably get, should get on that. There's yeah. 3663 on this card. You're going to want to hold on to that. <laughs> it was 50, but I had some things to get on yeah. the way. I had to get the Mexican pizza. <laughs> yeah. That's not the, bringing it full circle. Yeah, exactly. Taco Bell, stop acting like you're so high and mighty for bringing it back. You should have been brought it back. Uh, and you should have never taken it off the menu. Yeah. That is uh, Bullsheet, brought to you by our friends at Sheets and Giggles. 
Go to sheetsgiggles.com forward slash SA to get $23 off your next purchase. Can I do a quick one? I've been thinking about this today. Just a quick bullshit. Mm-hmm. Please. Uh, Apple, all of us work in podcasts and we can see the metrics of where people consume their podcasts, right? The vast majority listen to Apple podcasts. Can you please combine Apple Music and Apple Podcasts so I don't have to toggle between two apps to get my podcasts? Apple. That's why Spotify is killing you in a streaming game because everything's in one place. Thank you. That's it. I'm done. Russell's a Apple employee. Russ, pass it on. (laughs) (laughs) You tell Steve Jobs. Wait, no. Steve Jobs ain't available right now. It's not him. It's going to be a hell of a get, though. Uh, I will will let the people uh, over at the old produce know. Yes, Uh, please do that. (laughs) So let's see. We've killed uh, those two companies as possible sponsors for you guys. You're welcome. Oh, I'm doing okay. The the (laughs) thoughts and opinions of Jay Zawoski are his alone and don't represent Russell Dorsey or LLC. I love Apple products. I am a user. I'm I'm an iOS 16 early adopter. I'm I'm all in. But uh, I... I just I just want my apps together so I don't have to bounce back and forth between stuff. All right, gents. I, I love me some Rip Camp and Jay Zawoski. And in honor of the I'm Fat podcast, I started a, a little segment. It's called What's Your Flavor? So I'm going to throw some things out there and I want you to decide either one or the other. There's some there's three in some of these. So I've been flying a lot for work going to these Friday night baseball games for Apple, which by the way, even though Jay tried to shit on it, Apple Friday night baseball this week, Toronto blue Jays, Baltimore Orioles catch us Apple TV plus. Um, but I've been walking through airports. You see food courts and it brings back that nostalgia. Of, oh man. Who doesn't love a good food court. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to throw some things out there and you guys tell me, which one you prefer. So we're going to start off with some heavy hitters. You go Auntie Anne's or Cinnabon. Ooh. If you had two heavyweights, the answer is how different. Yeah. How long do I want to live? Uh, <laughs> Cinnabon is it, like if they could find a way where calories didn't count. Mm-hmm. And like food couldn't kill you. Mm-hmm. Cinnabon would be the universally adored food throughout the world. People would eat it every meal, uh, three times a day. Th- there is nothing better than a Cinnabon if you are willing to put your body through that. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think one is like 2,500 calories. Yeah, that's like it is like almost a day's worth of calories for one of those. Yes. I mean, a normal person's day. <laughs> Not me and Rick. No. No, I think I think I I think I go Auntie Annie's just because I want the what Jay's giving me the look. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not the only one. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know I'm actually very curious to hear because well and so with the Cinnab- with the Cinnabon thing of how bad it is for you, I find it funny that um in the uh so i at the mayo clinic they have like a subway area where there's a bunch of shops and food and all this kind of thing there's a cinnabon there that's so i'm like 
I'm like, are you just trying to keep people there at this point, or or what are we doing? Here? I mean, what a place to eat one and have your arteries clogged and you fall right. out. Because like they have a triangle of the food places there, where it's like they actually have caribou coffee, so that's a thing. They actually have Quiznos, that's the other thing. And then there's the Cinnabon, which by the way, Quiznos, great, expensive but awesome. Yep. Like for the like quick sandwich, it is phenomenal way better right than potbelly and rick i will uh this yeah. defies our qdoba chipotle argument uh mm-hmm. <laughs> that the place that's more available is clearly the winner but q quiznos is way better than potbelly sharp ass oh, bread a thousand, per- a thousand <laughs> Yo, the fact that you said that yeah, i love potbelly but the bread is sharp as hell yeah, cut yeah. Your, mouth yeah, yeah your, your lips cut open yeah. by it yeah absolutely it's it's like uh Cabin Crunch, you know you're gonna your mouth is gonna bleed after you're done, but it's gonna taste fantastic. Yeah, it's worth exactly. it. Exactly. Anyway, right. what was your so why Auntie Annie's, Rick? You said I want to get the and then you change course. Um, I mean, I honestly don't really ever get either. So it's kind of I think it was more just being contrarian. Oh, okay. Fair than enough. anything, you know. Fair I don't fair. have a good reason. The Tony Gill effect. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, the Michael Wright of uh, food court. So here's the thing. I like the Auntie Annie's, it's it does smell fantastic walking past. Mm-hmm. Right? And like Cinnabon, you yeah, sure. But like you know you're near around the corner from or in front of an Auntie Annie's, whether it's a mall, yeah, airport, whatever, you're gonna smell the pretzels, pretzel dog. And it's like once every 16 months, I crave a pretzel dog. I have to yeah. go to the mall and get one, but it's just like and and it's wrapped in uh it's wrapping up a Nathan's hot dog like you can't yeah. go wrong. I will say, I say though, that's the, the Thursday special. I think the Thursday special is the pretzel dog. Ooh. Not that I've ever paid attention. <laughs> in the Pedway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the Pedway, when I'm always deciding what I'm going to get, if it's Thursday, I might go for the pretzel dog. Otherwise, I'm going down to the uh, probably something that'll be on this. In, yeah, in a second. Be, don't spoil like, it, Rick. That'll yeah, definitely be on here later. A couple, a couple S's or the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the things that are possibilities as well. I will say in terms of Auntie Annie's, the, uh, the smell to taste ratio is huge. It's yes. like roasted nuts. You're walking down the city street and someone's got roasted nuts. You're like, God, that is intoxicating. Then you order them. You're like, those are pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the taste and the smell That's are fair. worlds apart. That's mm-hmm. fair. Still not bad. I like it, but just the smell is so much better than the payoff. Tone? I'm a Cinnabon guy. It's just, I, I mean, Auntie Annie, it just doesn't do it for me. It's kind of like, oh, you know, there it is. Like, I, I, the substance just isn't there for me. Like, Cinnabon, I feel like if I'm going to do this. Yeah, do it. Let's do yep. this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going right over there. To get me a Cinnabon. All right. All right. All right. Throwing it back for this one. Sabaro. Sabaro. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> There's nothing you're going to say it's going to win. <laughs> but for the nostalgia, I have to say it because my dad loved this place. Or great steak and potato. It's a good B option, but Sabaro is to win. Sabaro is like, has is way better than it has business being. Right. Mm. I agree. Like it's, yeah. I agree. And I don't know if that might be nostalgia too. Um, like my daughter's watching uh, Stranger Things now and like I'm trying to explain to her like the mall was a thing. Like mm-hmm. you just go hang out at the mall for hours and now they're ghost towns but Sabaro was a big part of that but 
as soon as it came to the pedway, Rick, you and I, I think we were like in line. We had our oh, tents out and everything. Yes. And uh, it was, it's fantastic pizza. I don't care what anybody says. Laugh at us all you want. Sabaro right. is awesome. The stromboli so good. is good as well. Big stromboli guy. Yes. Those, those, you ever get those roasted potatoes on the side? They always look good, but then oh, I never end up getting them. They're really good. And you get kind of a lot of them. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if they just are like, here you go. And just, I don't right. Know if if, it, them, if it's but... just like our girl in, in that works at the Sabaro in the Pedway. Yeah. That looks yeah. like she could cut you. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sabaro, to me, Sabaro is the goat of food court places. Mm-hmm. But Great Steak and Potato is really good too. I'm sad a lot. You, they, you saw them go away. You'd occasionally find one randomly in a mall, but like Great Steak and Potato. It's a good time. They, they have fresh cut French fries. Yep. Mm-hmm. You could get a baked potato with a whole bunch of stuff on it. And my dad was very sad when the one in Lincoln Mall yeah. closed. I wonder if the one in Ogilvy is still there because that was one of the few that I that I saw that was still around. Because when I was taking the train in every day, it was like, okay, do I want to get something from Sabaro slash Pizza Hut based on what was there at the time? Uh, Popeyes, great steak and potato, or was I slumming at a Taco Bell? And th- those were the options, but and, and then by the way, you also have to figure out how you're feeling. It's like, can I last this whole train ride home? Which for me was like 45 minutes. <laughs> so, that, so that's why Taco Bell got ruled out more often than not. <laughs> All right, I'm looking at the map here, and there are a few. There's like four uh, in the city. There's one on Lake Park Avenue, 5130 South Lake Park. Uh, there is 7501 West Surmac. 500 West Madison, that would be that's Union Station. Yeah. And then uh, 5 West Irving Park Road. It's just called the Great Steak now, or Great Steak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think they still have potatoes. They freaking better. Right. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah, it's they do. The, yeah. Part of the it's still there. All right. How about that? I have to make a special trip for this. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. Tell my dad. He's going to listen to this and have to head downtown. Yep. Um. All right. Do you go... Manchu Walk. Do you go Panda Express? I go Panda. Mm. I had a bad experience in Manchu Walk once. Really? It was just it was a fluke. I got like, you know, they give the samples. Yeah. yeah. I had a piece and had like a giant bone in it. Ah. And it just kind of like grossed me out. So it kind of spoiled the experience. Um, but I I'm sure aren't they they're pretty much identical, I would think. But I, I think Panda's I good. Love like we have, Manchu Walk. I I I don't know the last time I saw one, and the, I started liking Panda more. There's one in the Prudential Building, uh, and I would get it once a week usually. But their Honey Fire Chicken or Sweet Fire, maybe it's Sweet Fire. Sweet Fire. Yeah, it's got like uh, red peppers and pineapple and onion and of course fried chicken. Uh, it is terrific. So yeah, I, just based on that one alone, I'll, I'm going to give it to Panda Express. And Rick hates Chinese food, so. Yeah, this is where I show my ass a little bit where maybe I haven't been uh, exposed to the right stuff, but uh, I don't know. Not not wow. the. Wow. Can't be. Wow. Yeah, I just never choose. I just never choose it. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, we got to. I, oh. I saw a dude on TikTok, uh, mm-hmm. and he said, that the way you find a good Chinese restaurant is go to places with three and a half stars. <laughs> because an, he's like an authentic Chinese place is going to have terrible service, and but the food's going to b- boost the score to three and a half. So if it's four stars, don't go. 
because that means it's not it's not authentic enough. It's like too bougie. Mm-hmm. And if it's three and a half, it's right in that perfect spot of like cheap, good, but with terrible service and no price yeah. for you or whatever. That's, <laughs> that's so, so like, true. So I went on Yelp and I'm like, God damn, this is correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a bit, big Manchua guy because you can get bourbon chicken there. Oh, and you can get a lot of you can get Chinese a, bourbon chicken. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's like me when at the Mongolian barbecue, where it's like, oh, what do you get at Mongolian barbecue? Well, I get the uh, the rutini noodles with the steak and the sausage, <laughs> the carrot, the corn, uh, green Listen, onion, and uh, and the sliced potato. It, 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 you can get bourbon chicken and it's like the best bourbon chicken you'll ever find because like people can make bourbon chicken and it just doesn't taste the same as that mall food court bourbon chicken uh, and you Russ, get a I ton am, of it for like am, $9 I'm looking at their menu and I am not seeing bourbon chicken on did there. they take it off? I see chicken balls Oh <laughs> no! literally the only thing on the menu without a description <laughs> No, I don't know, Russ. Speaking of, I don't. You know what wouldn't have happened? It wouldn't be off the menu if you were still fat. You would have had a lot more. <laughs> yeah, I would have saved it. Mm-hmm. I would have saved them. Damn, oh, that makes me upset. I'm, I'm convinced that I am the reason that the caramel Tim Tams have been restocked more often at, <laughs> at the ju- at the jewels by me. Yeah, and I'm okay. keeping the Long John Silvers and Matson open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because, like, so I couldn't find the Caramel Tim Tams for, like, quite a while. And then all of a sudden, now they move the Tim Tams to a different section that's a little more prominent. And they get two facings instead of one. You're welcome, whoever the hell makes Tim Tams. I think it's Tim. Or oh. Tim. One or the other. Uh, I've told the story on the podcast before, Rick, but uh, Tony and Russ, I, I went to the Long John Silver's in Madison one day and I pulled up to drive through and they're like, hello? I'm like, yeah. Can I order? They're like, oh, uh, yeah. It's like they were surprised to have a customer. <laughs> right, so that's hilarious because I've used to, my folks live out in Park Forest. So obviously, Madison's right there. And you would never, I mean, ever see. I'm surprised that, that building was still running because still you, there A and W combo. Yes, the A and W combo. And they just upgraded the kitchen. I went there one day two weeks ago, and you're like, "We're closed for kitchen renovations." I'm like, "That's a good sign. They're not going to renovate the kitchen and close." So yeah. you're with welcome. What money? With what money? I don't know. Some somebody going there apparently. It's damn good. I'm sorry. No they've been open, they've been I open, mean, open for over a decade. You you know, uh, and this is a Chicago staple. Uh, I think I've only seen one now in my adult life. Docs. Oh yeah, Docs used to be a thing in the 2000s, early 2000s, and I never 90s. had it. Docs was the go-to spot for my dad, who loved fried seafood. I've only seen one now. There was I one in the Olympia Fields. We have a Captain Hooks by us now in uh, mm-hmm. in Flossmoor. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't been in there yet, and I w- I've been meaning to try JJ Fish for years, and just haven't haven't gone in there yet. Oh, Jay, you missed the JJ Fish wave, man. The most of them are gone. Really? So they it was they boomed in the mid thousands where you couldn't go to a corner 
um, the west, south, and south suburbs of the city and not see a J.J. Fish. Yeah. And then they all closed. And then sharks came around and kind of uh, took over the, the market on chicken fish spots. There's a sharks in uh, – it's either Hazelcrest or Homewood. Is, is sharks any good? It's literally the it same. It depends. Okay, same thing. It's the same, but it's also Is it depends. like Harold's over, like it's different every location? It's kind of got their own thing? Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. Because it's like some of them, they give out, like when you order, when you get the chicken, for example, like some of them like to give these little chicklets. Mm. And it's like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like you made me pay six ninety nine. dollars <laughs> chop, the They chop the wings. Yeah, you can't chop mm-hmm. the wing. All right. Like, no. Like, no. give me the whole thing, man. Pause. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Good to know. <laughs> My last thing for you guys. This is a, 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 you don't have to pick anything, but usually it splits the room when I bring it up, which is weird because I've been a fan of this place for a long time. White Castle, to me, I feel gets a bad rap. Fair. I agree. For you guys, where does White Castle sit in the fast food hierarchy? Because I don't feel it gets its just due. I here's the thing: I don't go there very often. They talk about the crave, and the crave is real. And like once a quarter, I will get the crave and have to have it. Yep. But then I'm usually pretty good. But every time I go, like off the crave schedule, if I'm just like I need to eat now, and there's a White Castle, I'm always like I should have this more often. It's mm-hmm. good. It's good. It's good. Like, man. The burgers yeah. are good. And that 1921 burger that came out this year yeah, is legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the original White Castle. Um, it's delicious. The chicken sandwiches are good. The chicken rings are good. Chicken rings. The fries have been a little soggy lately, I will say. But Rick and I discussed there's a there's a potato shortage. So fries mm-hmm. are, uh, are a little uh, tougher to get quality these days. Uh, but, yes, I do think White Castle gets a bad rep because it became a punchline. Because of the uh, gastro issues it causes some people. But I never have that with White Castle. I do not get a stomachache from White Castle. Same. Yeah. But my my daughter loves it. My wife does not eat beef. Um, So it's like it's usually going to be just me or me and Addie that get it. So it's pretty rare. But every time I go, I'm like, I got to do this more often. This place is great. Now that's it. I'm getting it tomorrow. That's that's all it takes. <laughs> no. Like as soon as you start talking about it, it's like, well, now I have to have it. Sorry. Nope. I'll have to make sure to do that too. Cause like for me, it's a proximity issue is I have one like five, 10 minutes down the street for me, but from the direction that my place is at, there's a Culver's before it. Mm. And Culver's. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So it's like, if I have Culver's right there, as much as I enjoy White Castle on, on an occasion, like it's Culver's, man. Like you can't yeah. mess up a Culver's order. Yeah, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, White Castle's probably like, oh. Actually, yeah. now that you mentioned it, the Homewood White Castle is right next to a Culver's. I forget. They're like they're, they're like, side by side, and then there's a Walgreens. Yeah, there's Walgreens like separating. <laughs> there's a Walgreens. So you need to go get too. some Pepto Bismol. Yeah. Yep. Go right there. Yep. Um, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going wrong. The other thing about White Castle, I'll say, like, I always like the people that work there. Mm-hmm. They're just like Self-aware. there's usually there's usually like an older an mm-hmm. older woman working there. Like, I think it it might be a decent place to work. I don't know. But oh, like, it is. Tony, Tony worked there. Yeah, worked there, there. there's mm-hmm. always an, there's always like an older woman there. Um, they are no nonsense, mm-hmm. but at the same time friendly. I don't know. I like the vibe, and I always think too. 
like later in my grandpa's life, him and his buddies would go to White Castle every day mm-hmm. and just sit and drink coffee. Mm-hmm. And they would sit in there all day, four old men. The coffees were like 65 cents free refills. So they would mm-hmm. just sit there all day and no one ever gave them crap. No one ever got mad that they were spending 65 cents a day. I don't know. I just like, I think White Castle has a vibe of like, I don't want to say old school, but kind of. And the and like the service and the atmosphere in there is kind of old school. Like it's not as formal now as like like White Castle is never gonna have a kiosk, no. right? Like it's no. I don't know. I just I like the vibe in there. And yeah, sometimes it's a little they're a little understaffed and the floors might be a little sticky and whatever. <laughs> but hey, man, my food order is right. People are friendly all day. Oh, gentlemen, we have come to the end of this lovely adventure. We really appreciate both Rick Camp and Jay Zawoski from the I'm Fat Podcast joining us on this week's episode. Gentlemen, Tony and I both care deeply about you two, and uh, we've been saying, yo, when we have Jay and Campy on, we should do it. Jason's out. Definitely the week to do it. And <laughs> it did not it did not disappoint. So we really appreciate you guys. Of course. And we're happy to do it, like I said. And uh, new episodes come out every Monday, mm-hmm. wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us on Twitter at I'm Fat Pod. We're on Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. And we do our episodes on YouTube as well. So support us. Just subscribe. You don't have to listen, just subscribe. Yeah. Sub- <laughs> no, but also listen because they will they will drop different gems. Mm-hmm. In the episodes, food gems, Jay, j- j- food gems uh, the, talking about fat culture mm-hmm. uh, and, and trying mm-hmm. to be a better fat, if you will, because Jay was just in Disney mm-hmm. and there were some smells coming from uh, other oh. fats that and he was just like, yo, yeah, <laughs> fat, you have to take care of, yeah. of your scent. Like the, the least you can do is as a fat is smell. Yeah. OK. With great fat comes great responsibility. You've got to slap on that deodorant. You got to gold bond it up. I mean, this was 730 in the morning. You can't smell that bad. That's too much too soon, my friend. You got out of the bed smelling like that. Yeah. Once it's like noon in Disney World, all bets are off because everybody's hot and smelly. And it's just a communal agreement that we're just going to get through this together. But you can't start the day that way. Yeah, because especially if if you're going to sweat regardless, like the Herb Lawrence thing of you should be worried about me if I'm not sweating Mm. like that, then you have to know. You have to be able, you have to, you know, try, if you have to trial and error with some deodorants to find the right one, cool, understandable. I got you. However, y- you need them. Yeah. And you got to <laughs> shower every day, if not multiple <laughs> times, because these are, these are the stereotypes we don't need because no. some of us are still, are, are, are recently back out in the streets and, and we don't need these. You know, we don't need these things working against us because we got enough things. We got enough issues with that as is. Listen, you want to be lonely in the streets, be smelling funky. Like, right. And and here's the thing like, deodorant's not that you could keep one in your book bag. Yeah. As a former fat, I used to keep one in my book bag. I have one in my car. I have one in the car. Yep. You have to smell good, man. Like, nobody, actually, nobody loves uh, anything more than a, a, a fat person that smells amazing because then you get mm-hmm. hugged and like come on man and then you and they realize you're comfortable they realize you're comfortable you're like on. a pillow 
And then if you get to be like a, a leg pillow, yo, like that's where <laughs> that's that's when you're in business. Hey, man. You can yeah. do very well out here in the fat streets. You just got to know how to play it, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As I told uh, Rick, there's this dude on TikTok who goes up to like really attractive women, a fat guy. You know, probably a decent looking guy, like, you know, in the Rick and Jay category of looks. And he goes, if I was skinny, would you date me to the girls? And they go, I date you now. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> that's it. He's got to have the confidence. Second segment of bullshit. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> what, one thing that I do enjoy also about the, the I'm Fat Pod, they also take fat questions yeah. and, and yeah. discussions that you may have. I submitted one before where in my household we do the first dinner and second uh, dinner, and I want to know if you know there are rules. I gave them the rules and uh, things like that, and they turn into like a, a segment in the show. So they are very fan-friendly uh, about the content and growing the community. I listen Literally. to the podcast. Yeah. I'll shoot Jay and Rick a text every once in a while about something that I had a question about or I had a concern about. So they're very, very communal, which is great for a podcast. No doubt. Yep, we are, uh, like we said, fat is a mindset, not a body size. Everybody's welcome, and uh, we're easy to reach. I'm fatpot at gmail.com. Should I get the voicemail number? 708-858-3314. Yeah, you have it on the wall. I have it memorized because, you know, I can't remember what I ate for, like, lunch yesterday, but. I I don't have it memorized because it's on the wall. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I don't have to. See, that's it. That's awesome. No, we 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 had an outstanding time with you guys this evening uh, when we recorded whenever you listen to this podcast. Uh, once again, our podcast is sponsored by Sheets and Giggles, the softest sheets betting on the market. Sheetsgiggles.com forward slash SA to get $23 off your next purchase tone before we let the fine folks go. Give them one of the signature Sheets and Giggles promotions i'm actually gonna try and talk to the owner of sheets and giggles that we can make a subdivision called cheeks and giggles because that's what you're going to be getting if you get sheets and giggle sheets i'm telling you blow a back out that's just this is what these sheets will help you do all right cheats cheeks and giggles is what i'm promoting today cheeks give you some cheeks by getting some sheets Sounds Damn. more like the uh, the Pornhub parody. All right. And on that <laughs> note, we will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Sports Adjacent with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms. I'm very much adjacent. For a couple hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was like, you know what, James? You adjacent to the mother. <laughs>